0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.
1: Recorded
0: live. Hi, I'm Corey Jeffries and you're listening to Galaxy
2: Talk Radio. This
0: is... Soul Vibration for every Thursday at 7.30 Pacific Standard Time, 9.30 if you're in the Midwest, 10.30 if you're on the East Coast. We're bringing it to you straight, no chaser. And This is brought to you by T25CO Entertainment, a global music and film distribution company. As we move towards the 25th century, learn about us and how to become a part of the T25 family by visiting our website, at wwwt 5 plcom Also, on Monday, you can join us by listening in to, and or participating, if you have something to say, you can call Lorenzo Elvis-Murphy uh, and get involved in Compton Politics. which comes on at 7.36 every time, every Monday. Tuesday, we have Straight Talk with the Hired Brush, which is Barbara McGee. Wednesday, visit Rosalind's Corner, that's Rodman Jordan Mills. Friday, you can get the keys to the kingdom with Sandra Keyes. Also, if you know anyone, male, female, or a veteran, that's re entering society and in need of gainful employment and a place to stay, contact the Jeffrey's Peace Project at 510 691 7090 or email, uh, send your email to Corey. Good News, C-O-R-Y with a C after the Y, Corey, good News at gmail.com. If your family is struggling with personal issues, you can contact Family Solutions, Family Solutions, Inc. at 707-631-0276, or you can go to www.NoAngerNoViolence.org. Uh, we have some things in store for you today. Uh, Namely, uh, with our special guest as uh, Dr. Quaker will be joining us pretty soon my co-host Dr. Nana Kwaku we're going to be talking about society and culture and uh, uh, basically uh, uh, how we go uh, forward from here you know as a community in spite of who uh, if you've been on another planet Donald Trump is now the president of the United States so we have to figure out what we're going to do as an African diaspora, and also as an example to other nations and people of color, how we can, uh, you know, uh, liberate ourselves and stay positive going forward. So, in uh, saying that, I'd like to welcome uh, our guests uh, to the show today, and uh, uh, we we have uh, Barbara White. Who is a civil and human rights activist as well as a community organizer? She's also an educator. So, we're going to let you uh, 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 have a chance to experience all the knowledge that she's going to share with us as we welcome both Barbara Wright and my co host, Dr. Namana Kweku in. Hey, Doc, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm wonderful, brother. Great,
1: great. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for for uh, filling in for me, cause I, I know I was moving a little kind of slow this evening, but uh, we 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 can't afford to be moving slow, cause we have Trumpism as America's mm-hmm. new philosophy. Uh, yeah, my uh, you know I would like to just let people know who Barbara Ann White is. You know she is. Uh, yeah, she is a behavior health professional. She holds a degree, a master's degree in sociology from. Uh, California, from the California State University, and and also she is a, uh, she has a a bachelor's degree in psychology from the College of Stanton Island and New York. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sister has been involved uh, for many years, and I'm not trying to tell her age or anything like that, but she's been involved many years in, in, in in the behavioral mental health. Of 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 African people in America. Uh, she is a dynamite okay. sister. I I you know I am I'm, I'm honored to just be in her presence, just to introduce her tonight uh, as one of the people that I go to for information and uh, for knowledge or for support when it's time for me to to you know to try to deal with the the. The conceptualization of what America is and what it has been for African people for the last, uh, you know, there were a lot of people, like say 500 years, i like to say 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 years of, of, of inhumane treatment of our people. So, Barbara, welcome to our show, Soul Vibrations. We love you, and thank you for coming on. Uh, so oh, you tell
2: you're welcome. Hi Dr. Hi, Dr. Kwaku, Corey. Good being with you guys again. Uh, thank you for having me on. I look forward to our conversation today. Uh, as you've already indicated, there's a lot going on, and Black folks, we so just got to stay woke. Stay
1: woke. I, stay woke. I heard that. I, I love that. You know, stay woke because of a lot of people like to think of of, of, of Black Aspirations of black black as for something brand new simply because of Donald Trump got elected as president of the United States, but Donald Trump is only a, a, a part of what's been going on in this country for many, many, many years. He is the he is the the I don't know how, how you say it. I'm trying to think of the words to say what what Donald Trump means to a society that is can uh always uh, uh kind of promoted racism or uh, 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 tried to hide from the reality of who they are. You know, yeah. what,
0: what, what, what. Go ahead. Tom.
1: Yeah, we we have always been in this condition. And and the thing about it is it, it's been hidden behind Uh, uh, politicians or racists or people i believe it's indicative of of, of what we see uh, Donald Trump has appointed certain people and a lot of people like to call it Trump is and a lot of people like to well you know Donald Trump is like this well the people that support him the people that he has nominated as people to support the process that he has taken America to yeah you know, these people are not brand new; they have always been back, and we, as black people, have somehow convinced ourselves that somehow, if we just travel harder, if we work a little faster, if we do things a little better, that somehow we're going to overcome that. We are never going to overcome that. What we need to be working toward is how do we as black people, come together and decide. By our own selves. How are we going to move forward? And what are our agenda is going to be? If we're waiting on these people to, to change the agenda, or to make things a, a better for us, or to, to motivate us to, to do things that we need to do for our own selves. It's not going to happen. Thank you. Thank you again. Barbara,
0: can I say just one thing real quick as we engage you, Barbara, because we certainly, we certainly uh, want your perspective on this. Um, um, I think we can all agree that something you hit on the very beginning, Dr. Quaker, um Donald Trump, ironically, is the most transparent president in terms of um, Being one that's actually putting his agenda out on his shoulders for us to see in everything that he's doing. Because he's only been president for a few days, but he's already made some pretty major changes. And it's commonly known that the president doesn't have any real power uh, aside from relying heavily on Congress to pass new laws unless he does something by enacting his executive order. But he has taken he has started signing executive orders, like athletes uh sign autographs. He's already taken a taken a hacksaw to Obamacare. He's just given the Dakota access pipeline to go ahead. He he's banned international abortion counseling. Um, he he's he pulled he, he pulled out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership Trade, on and on and on and on. He's announced big changes to NASA, he's parked tensions in China. So Barbara and Dr. Quaid, but 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 Barbara, since she since she hasn't had a chance here yet, um, what you know, as a society, when when do we focus our minds as far as our society and our culture? How do how do we move forward in light of all these changes that he's making as a firm?
2: So, so I think Dr. who hit upon it. I think one of the things we have to realize is that as uh, people of African descent, especially African Americans that were enslaved in this society for and continue to be psychologically, if not imprisoned in, in one way or another, um, in this society, this is nothing new for us. And for us running around like the rest of the folks who really do have something to fear, like white women and other, you know, marginalized uh, white uh, low-income people and stuff like that, what do we really have to to fear from a Donald Trump? He's gonna do the same thing that so many of them have done. What we don't realize is who who did the most harm to us? It was Bill Clinton, mass incarceration, mm-hmm. housing, education, welfare reform, all that stuff happened under him and because of that in the nineties, this is why where we're at today as a society, our community was destroyed I I was it was painful for me to vote for Hillary Clinton, but of course we had to do less of two evils because her and her husband basically destroyed the black community by putting all those policies in place, along with other people voting for, for that stuff. So Donald mm-hmm. Trump is who he, who he is, which is a classic racist redneck, or should we say, orange neck. He's nobody new and I think we need to stop giving this person power. Okay, he's signing in some stuff, but Congress automatic has to ideally vote in a lot of that stuff that he's doing. And even so, at the end of the day, how much worse off are we going to be given where we're at now as black people? We've always had to overcome somebody in that house, somebody in that yeah, house, yeah, including, yeah. including our including President Obama, and I know Black folks hate to hear anybody talk about President Obama, but we had to overcome some of that stuff because we really haven't fared that well even after that. Very few things even happened after that, and we may have wanted to do some stuff and couldn't, but at the end of the day, for us to think of we need to do what we need to do. We need to work better together, be strategic, and I'm going to say this last thing. And and we can watch this if you if you look at history And Dr. quite You probably know a lot about it. Reconstruction. What happened after reconstruction? When these people seen us getting up, running for office, housing, right after enslavement, reconstruction, black folks was doing their thing because we are who we are. Right. So what did they do? They put in, in place what Jim Crow, Jim Crow laws. So if you look at this, every time we start getting ahead and making advance advantages, they put something mm-hmm. in place. In the in the in mm-hmm. the late sixties, early seventies, we was going starting to go to college. That about this, that next doing good or whatever. What they threw into our community? Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, they threw in a heroin. So chemical warfare they're constantly always doing to us. Then okay, we rode through okay. that. And what not. We rose mm-hmm. to that. Then what did they do when we got back up on our feet to, on our feet again? and start doing okay. Then they put what? Crack in
0: the okay. community.
1: So, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so we are yeah.
2: pretty constantly, we're just constantly trying to stay ahead
1: of the game at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, know, as, 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 Abra, you I'm I'm glad that you said that because It has been a constant for a long time. Not uh, uh, since the fifties or the sixties, not in fact, 200 years or 500 years of slavery, but thousands of years of indoctrination, uh, of changing the, the 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 perspective that we have of ourselves, is the most endangering process that we went. We are we are African people. We are not Negroes. We are not black. We are not multicultural. We are not all these things. We are African people. The soul of who we are, the psychology of who we are, is African. And when you change the psychological profile of an individual, that individual is your slave forever. That is the true, true message that was taken the whole uh, so-called women syndrome. You know, we indoctrinate these people. We change who they think they are. We change who they believe in. We change everything, every aspect of their being. And then we look around and say, okay, who are these people? These people are non-existent. They are nobody. They don't have any power. They don't know who they are. They don't belong here. The whole process, we belong in the universe, and we have to think of ourselves as universal people. We have to think of ourselves as the people that was created by the Supreme Being at the beginning of time. And there is no historical documentation on this planet that can be found that will contradict that. But for hey, what but for whatever reason, oh, for whatever reason, we have allowed that that uh, that thinking, that uh, so-called educational process in America, to indoctrinate us to such a degree that we can't find our way back home. We have left home and we can't find our way back. And Barbara, I want you to speak to that because the reality of it is, until we wake up and realize who we are as people. We will always be the species searching, looking for a place to belong. Be
2: but and that, mm-hmm. you, I mean, you, you make a, a valid point, and it's so sad. A lot of times for those of us who are conscious about our blackness and our existence in this society and understand what we're up against, when we attempt to enlighten others, you would think that you're sitting next to someone who is not of the same kinship. Um, uh, we have so many people in our community that when you try to enlighten them and help them to understand where we're at and how we need to work together, we get and, and we have to own this because we all, we always want to you know pin everything on the, on 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 white folks and whatever. We do ourselves a lot of harm. I work with so many different Black people in different groups, and trying to do the stuff that we need to do to try to help help each other and and heal ourselves and go forth and you know uh, address some of these inequities, disparities, and the whole nine yards that's really destroying our society, um or our community. And you get more pushback from who the person that you can look in the mirror and and see that they look like you or not the person in the mirror because that's you, but a person who looks just like you who basically will give you more opposition than a white person sometimes. And so I get really frustrated, and it's only only the grace of God that keeps me going and working with some of our community issues because black people can be truly mean to each other because of our indoctrination and enslavement and the self-hate and uh, that we've been taught, and that self-hate reflects back and bounces back off of each other we don't trust each other, we don't respect each other, and this isn't generalization. This is what I'm saying from a philosophical perspective that a lot of times we are basically doing a lot of st- stuff to ourselves. And until we can come together and, um, and and deal with the self-hatred, the internalized oppression, I've done presentations on internalized oppression and talked about that. I'm sure you have too, Dr. Kwaku. And the fact of the matter is that we know it's there, but we gotta do the work. And the work is not individual work. The work is about the community. The work is group work. The group the work is family work. And it's gonna take us a while to do the work. And we have to acknowledge that we need to do this work to help us heal mentally as a people.
0: Well well Bob, you hit know, on something really, really profound there because um uh you you're also you know we have to, we have to like you said we have to start seeing the strength in banding together and even as you know um for me for instance, I went through a career change, leaving the leaving the court system, the judicial system in two thousand and nine and 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 I always found a calling in community so what i what I've gone forward with was starting an organization to help men and women and veterans, formerly incarcerated, find jobs and housing. And I fell into uh, radio as a, as a result of, of, of taking that travel. You know, I was with uh, the Positive Network Group 4, now, now with p 25 I met Dr. Quakey at the Positive Network Group. But along the travel there, I ran into a lot of people that their circumstances were very similar to mine, Barbara, which I'm going to lead into a question with you. Because in these similar circumstances, um, uh, not only did I, in the midst of launching my own uh, nonprofit and and, and an LLC company, I also looked at other brothers and sisters who were doing this, who, who were looking to do the same thing and didn't necessarily have any direction, but they had a passion for it. And in helping them and then running into others who were already doing stuff, I found that it was difficult to get these people to find out, you know, that we can be stronger in finding ways to collaborate together while we're still pushing our own brand. A lot of people were, a lot of, not everybody, but some of these people that I ran across were in such single-mindedness that they didn't realize that what they were doing was, was hindering their own pro- program, waiting, in, in other words, you want somebody to do something for you, to volunteer, to help you to do something, whether it's grant writing, whether it's this and whether it's that. But at the same time, while you're waiting and looking, somebody else might come to you and want to collaborate or, 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 or partner with you on something. And I found some of these organizations to say, well, uh, you know, I can do my thing on my own. I don't need to partner with anybody, even though I can say to them, hey, look, if we partner together, there's some of these grants we can qualify for by filling in all the blanks with what we do collaboratively instead of flying alone. I find that a lot of them want would prefer to fly alone and, 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 and that very same reason is, is how to me is how we kind of hinder ourselves and, and, and what you said, Barbara, about about uh, uh, trunk shouldn't, shouldn't make a big difference. Uh, in being president as far as how we're affected, because we've been getting much of the same stuff all along anyway. Well, my question is, tell us about some of the things in all the community stuff that you've been doing then, uh, uh, as opposed to uh, how things could be affected now, or or, or even how are they paralleled? We have two callers on the line too, but how, what what things have you experienced in the past, Barbara, in all your experiences working in the community and organizing stuff? That shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't attack those any differently uh, uh, now? You know, if, if, if Yeah. We have, we have another president. You see what I'm saying? We have yeah. another president. But but what have you been doing before that we can actually continue doing now? That that, that will still that will still make us relevant without even thinking about who is present. Yeah, that so I mean,
2: just want r- real quick, Corey, the issue around us as a people and this whole individual aspect, because we've taken mm-hmm. on the European perspective. And so once we've mm-hmm. taken on the Europe, European perspective, instead of having the communal perspective that African people have, is all about the community, it's all about us, mm-hmm. we've taken on the white man's perspective of I, me, mean mine. You individuals mm-hmm. and so again part of that healing for us as a people is to take back on our natural clothing which I would say is part of embracing our community and who we are as a people we've basically been stripped of our ability to just be who we are naturally and because we're a lot of us have a, a European thought process I mean mm-hmm. it, 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 it amazes me some, some of the things I hear black people say that they don't even get it sense. in or understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we really, uh, again, this is a community process that really needs to happen. So working in the mental health field, and I know Dr. Kwaku, you would uh, probably agree, is that the work has to start at the grassroots level. And we all have mm-hmm. to basically be there as one and start to yeah. really, you start to peel the layers back, one layer at mm-hmm. a time, and and mm-hmm. go there mm-hmm. at, at, you know from the perspective of no one's greater, no one's higher, because in the community, ideally, mostly when people came, when the community came together, they basically came together, and to take care of each other, to heal, to do all the things we need to. Do. We don't do enough of that, and so some of the things we're doing, we're trying to get a African American holistic resource center in. Um, in uh the city of berkeley i'm working with this dynamic group that we fought to get with a, a colleague of mine who really pushed it on mm-hmm. uh, with the county uh gg crowder to have an african-american uh holistic uh, i mean african-american steering committee for health and wellness to help alameda county um address behavioral health issues of african-american people because they're like 40 awesome. percent in the system and have the worst outcomes so we have to get into these systems And not go there with our head down begging and always looking for money. We have to go there and try to get amass some power. Be able to make policies. Mm -hmm. Be able to go Mm -hmm. in there and let them know what type of services we actually (laughs) need. Not the same European services. So those are some of the things that we can do that I'm working with other people to try to do because that's where the changes are gonna happen.
1: Wow. That's, Barbara, a, that, first, that's, that's, that's very First, first of all, Bob, let me just say, i like to be invited to whatever meetings that you have in reference to that process. But, and I also concur with you that uh, uh, we have to, we can't go anywhere begging for anything. We have to create our own dynamic. We have the ability. Let's not forget, our people are the people who laid the foundation for all historical knowledge on the planet. And that can be, whether it be religious, spiritually, uh, whatever that, that that aspiration is, we laid the foundation for it. And so we need to stop acting like somehow we are coming to enlightenment under the guise of European concepts. You know, so I, I agree with you 100%. I love you, girl. Yeah, thank you. Dynamite. And that's why I always call on you when I want somebody to come on and express the perspective from our viewpoint, because mm-hmm. most people act like we uh, don't have a viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Our, mm-hmm. You know, our viewpoint mm-hmm. is that we want to control the dynamics that go on within our community, with our nation, right. within our process. That has right. nothing to do with Donald Trump. That has nothing to do with no white president. That has to do with what Mm -hmm. we want. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And and so until we get back to realizing that somehow we are in control, instead of can we get something? Right. We we can never get anything asking somebody else for it. Right.
0: And and I
2: think uh, uh, I'm sorry. I think the other piece also. I think the other piece also we have to keep in mind is that um, at the end of the day, um, it's all about what we need and what we deserve. And so a lot of times I'll sit at these meetings and at these tables, and people are talking, about, "Oh, well, the taxpayers." Blah, blah, and I have to remind them. Excuse me, we're taxpayers. A lot of times, as black mm-hmm. people, we go places. And we think like we don't deserve anything. These people, oh, they're taking this. We pay taxes. We're citizens right, of this yeah. country. We deserve mm-hmm. everything that anybody else deserves. And I don't go there acting like, oh, uh, they think I'm on welfare, or they think that no, there's a whole lot of white people on welfare. That doesn't mean that I'm less than. And that's what white people have to rise, we have to rise, rise up. You know, we have to rise up and realize who we are, the greatness. That, that we have within us, and until and, and so we do, because we're downtrodden as a people, I, I look and I see some brothers and sisters in the street, and my heart just goes out to them, and it's so many of us that have been destroyed in this society recently, and the fact of that is we have to bring back our power as a people, because I think, I say to my, uh, some of my colleagues, when we're having conversations, I said, look, there's no reason why I should be at this table with a bunch of white people, my ancestors was enslaved in this country, and they brought me to this point. Enslaved mm-hmm. people, and if we don't understand the great we we we. Okay, we can go back to Africa, but let's let's start with right here. If, if people enslaved people, and we're here, a whole lot of people didn't make it, and I'm not talking about black enslaved people. More Jewish people died during the Holocaust, the whole nine yards stuff. We held on, and we're still here, sitting at table. We just had a black man leave the White House. We can. We need to understand who we are and the spirit that dwells in us. We're mm-hmm. a powerful but people, I, and we don't get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have oh. two followers. I think they have some questions for you, Barbara. Barbara. Um. Along along with that, um. I think that we have two ways we can, we, we, we're we multifaceted in the ways that we have respond, rebounded over the years when we keep getting knocked back. And we do have people in office, we talk about how the system is already set up, and we know that, but since we have people in the system that have some ranking files, we need those people and, and people that are, that are becoming part of the system that are educating themselves and going into politics and stuff because like you said Barbara stand your ground as a taxpaying senator or a judge or whoever you are and speak up from that end but from the other end of liberation uh pan Africanism, like you're talking about Dr. Kwaku like you talked about in in the past Dr. Kwaku we need to also start talk about how we can educate and start our own we can work both ends of the spectrum. we can hold we can hold the political forces, uh, which is gonna be a difficult fight, but we we can still use whatever position we're in while we're in that position to 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 shake up the floor while you're stand while you're sitting there on on the on the Congress floor or whatever. At, while at the same time on the ground, grassroots back in our community, we need to get back to teaching at, at home and in our own schools and developing stuff. And with that being said, we have two callers on the line. And they've been on the line for a while, so um, I think they may have some questions for you, Barbara. And so I'm going to bring those those people in, and uh, they're both calling from the state of Washington. Can you start our our guest off, Barbara Barbara White, with a question? Barbara Barbara White is a uh, uh, community activist and educator and so on and so forth. I don't know how long you've been uh, uh, tuning in here, but she's a community organizer, uh, organizer a human's right a- activist, and we're talking about society and culture today. So, uh, person in Washington, let us know who you are, and, and, and if you could start uh, our guest off, uh Wright, with a question, um, that would be just fine. <laughs> who, do, who do we have? Hello? Washington?
2: Yes, this is Ann in Young, Young Washington. How are you today? I'm doing you great, Yourself.
0: Great, great, great. Well, we have a special guest on today, and we were wondering if you might have a question for her, or, or a short 30 seconds, uh, something you might like to add if you've been listening.
2: Yeah, I have uh, really been enjoying what she has to say. And um, I guess my thought is always, where do we start with this Um this grassroots movement of, of empowering black people to understand their divinity and the power that they actually have and where they they come from because it is um, very hard to uh to unite us
0: in that way and uh to, to get past all this conditioning that we've had so so what would be
2: what what I tend to do is I work with various groups. I work with the traditional groups like the NAACP. I work with other uh, group uh, other um, groups that come together of different types of uh, people coming together. There's Africa. We have a group of African American Black Professional Community Network. That's just uh, people coming together just to deal with issues and address concerns. Um, I tend to work with uh, you know individuals who are working on projects. I, there's so many there's so many ways you can do it, and the sad thing is that we have so much work to do that a lot of times you got to do it in more than one way. The church is a good way too if you can find a church that's really progressive and really dealing with our issues and stuff like that. That might be another positive route for you to go. Um, and so again, um, some there's some online. Um, um, groups also that you can connect with that may want to do some stuff. Some of your traditional ones are more uh, have a European perspective and you know it, it some of the NAACP's on uh, chapters that I would work with. The one that i worked with in Berkeley, we were really about doing the work and really speaking truth to power. So you have to find those kind of organizations.
0: Okay.
2: Uh,
1: and, and let me let me let add to that for, for the for the caller. Uh, the first thing you do is you have to ask yourself, what is the the appropriate response to to the the things that we have to experience as African people in America? And we have to speak. And when she says speak truth to power, we have to tell the truth even if that endangers our space, we can't allow these people to continue to manipulate uh, the dynamic uh, of the conversation about what the issues are. We know what the issues are. We don't need a news media to tell us what the issues are. We know that there's jobs, we know that there's education, We know that it's the the law enforcement. We know that it's political. We know that denial of rights human rights. Not talking about civil rights. We're talking about human rights. Let's forget about Mm -hmm. civil rights. Let's talk about human rights. It is right that every human being has the opportunity to experience life on their own terms in the universe. Mm It is their right Mm -hmm. to do that. No yeah, president, certainly, no certainly. king of England, no uh, connoisseur in Russia. none of these people have the right to, to deny us that. When we start getting into those what what really creates a problem for us is when we start to fitting into those systems and somehow believe that those systems are somehow uh right, they have that that is the process that we need to follow. In order for us to overcome the obstacles that we that are put in front of us, the obstacles that are put in front of us, is the blindness that we put on, thinking somehow that we will overcome using the system, the system that has enslaved us, the system that continues to this day to abuse us, not just in America but all over the planet. we we
0: need to I mean, come. I mean, we need
1: to I mean, I mean, be. Yeah, let we need to call it out in the Palestine. We need to call it out in Africa. We need to call it out everywhere after people are abused on this planet. And and when it happens, we can't say, Well, I'm in America, you know, we have opportunity. You don't have opportunity. Your opportunity is now to stand up against the powers that be And, and I think that that uh Donald Trump said something the other day that really I thought people ought to be, ought, ought to have been checking out. And, and uh, he was talking about, he said, well, I was against the war in Iraq. But we went there for oil in the first place. But we still ought to go back and get that oil. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. These mm-hmm. people have no
0: concern. creditors, creditors, predators. Yeah, they predator. predator.
1: predator. They that, that can be something that they can utilize for the development mm-hmm. And the upgrading of that process, they're going to go and do it. They're going to steal it. They're going to murder it. They're going to rape. They're going to pillage. They're going to do all the things and that,
0: that they need to do to accomplish that goal. We see that, that, need that transparency that, to that I was talking about earlier. That's the transparency I was talking about earlier when I said that this Jew is actually speaking the conscience of a lot of these people that have been climbing up among the rocks and hillbillies and everybody else that's been thinking all of this all of this redneck and thinking all of this crazy stuff, he's actually saying what they've been afraid to say. He's got the platform and everything to do with that. And, he, you know, he's everything that he epitomizes everything that this country was built on, and he's trying to take us back to exactly what those times were like, you know. And, and uh, have you know what we have another Washington caller in. We have another caller in Washington. Western Washington. Is somebody else on the line from Washington. Hello. Well
1: well, let me let me just say this while we're waiting on our caller. I don't know if he's taking us back. And I have even heard the saying that people say, Well, uh, Donald Trump is taking us back. Well, let me tell you something. Michael yes, is is not a far perspective from that. This guy has shown in his history. As the as the senator from Indiana, that he is capable of those same attributes, you know. And there are even people who are saying, "Well, we don't think Donald Trump will last out his first term. That they're going to impeach him, and Michael Pence is going to get power." Let me just say something. It doesn't matter which one of them are in power. They have the same agenda. An agenda. That is that is beneficial for the people for their people for white supremacy. Our agenda should be for the agenda of humanity, that all of us have the opportunity to be treated with respect and dignity throughout the planet.
2: So let me. And, 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 well, I'll, I'll just say this. I I I guess I see it a little differently. And you're right. They're all going to do the same thing. They're going to do uh, with. Policies that they want to do. However, Donald Trump has created a trashy, low life type of government where we're hearing things that we shouldn't be hearing
0: day in
2: and day out. He's a low life man with a low life mentality. And regardless of what we want to say about this country, at the end of the day, you still want it to look like we got some respect. As, as they mm-hmm. say we want some respect on it, right? This man has no respect whatsoever. What the stuff he says is outrageous. We have children looking and watching. So it does make somewhat of a difference as far as this day to day. The other thing I think people need to not do, we can't keep giving this man our attention. I have I purposely there's only one news show I watch now. I will not give him all that attention. And everybody keeps it's the reality. It's the Donald Trump reality presidency. It was the Donald Trump reality campaign. Now it's the presidency. And,
1: the reality and show. we oh, need yeah. to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, uh, you know, I agree with you, Barbara, except for, uh, except for one thing. And I think it's wonderful that we have the opportunity to free of this race. But my thing is that Donald Trump is the face of of the psychology that has always been America. They may not be as obvious with it, you understand? But mm-hmm. if you notice one thing, all of those Republicans in the Congress and the Senate, mm-hmm. they say, like, well, I, just, I don't the like Donald Trump, mm-hmm. but he's done our party and House of mm-hmm. mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. people, the agenda that Donald Trump brings forth is the agenda that they have shooting, been shooting for for years. But now they can do it because they think that they have some kind of mandate by the people. The mandate that they've gotten is only by a select group of people. And people need to understand, there's only about 35, 40% of the people in this country who actually vote. Exactly. Who vote. So all it takes is a small minority group to take control. And, and and for those of us who stay at home who say, Well, it doesn't matter, uh, or they just give up on this society, Donald Trump is the the baby that was in the incubator to to bring that forward. And and but, we're just as we're just as guilty as those far right so called right wing racists that, that went out and voted him. I was listening but, to a lady today. I was listening to a lady there. I just want to tell this story and then I want you guys to reply. Uh she says, Well, she lived in a in a town in Pennsylvania that voted for Trump. And let me just tell you something. About forty five percent of the people who lived in that county were Mexican. And here's what she said. She says, uh, yeah, we have learned to live together here, but I voted for Trump. And I am, I am so happy that he's building the wall because I want him to make America great again. How can you you say those things in the same breath? How mm-hmm. can you say those things? What she's really saying is somehow that that forty-five or forty percent of the people who live in the county and such thing that you live
0: don't matter, uh, mm-hmm. don't
1: matter, don't matter, don't mm-hmm. matter. And so we have yeah. to understand that they vote. They don't vote their conscience. They vote their reality that they
2: perceive to be. Well, it's not, it's, not, it's not about the people don't matter. What this is all about is about white privilege, and they're losing their privilege in this society. White working men have lost a lot of privilege, a lot of jobs. They can't walk into an office now and be guaranteed a position because you have a diverse uh society now and so that's what this is all this is all about white privilege and about them keeping the, the edge on getting jobs buying houses and education blah, blah, blah. so they've been slowly losing it again like i'll just say the, the the uh comparison reconstruction so people of color are gaining more and so the white white folks are losing and so now bottom line is, and they probably, the woman that you talked about, Dr. Quake, who probably likes to be probably live next door to one of them, but by the same sure. token, she wants her privilege, that privilege, they want to basically be in control and have all of the power, and they were losing it, and they were hearing every other week about, oh, whites in America is going to be the minority in 2030 or 2050, whatever, you know, they were shaking in their boots. Right. they came they can't and sold they came and sold this land from the Native Americans, and now they want
1: to talk about our land well you know that's a, that's, another, that's a whole other subject that you know that I like to talk about because people always want to talk about what the you know the America and what it is. We need to really talk about what was happening up there at the the Dakotas uh mm-hmm. and, and I and talked talk about. I'm like a, a Michelle Obama. About fifteen seconds, I was very proud because they stopped them from, uh, uh, you know, doing building that pipeline. But although I knew that as soon as Donald Trump took office, he was going to rescind that order. You know, the thing about it is is that, you know, we as a people, and I say as a people because we are all African, and 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 the concept that every person on this planet was derived from Africa. You know, and so when we fight against the the very principle of, of, of life, of the origination of life, when we fight against those things, we're fighting against ourselves. The same way that black people are, are fighting in America. One is Democrat, one is Republican, one is this, one is that. We are on a continuous battle against the very development of ourselves, and that's because we have allowed somebody to come up with these concepts that divide us up on all these. uh, Are you for, uh, you know, whatever has to do with uh, pro-life or you're not pro-life? Are you for both gay rights? Are you for this right? Are you for that right? We are divided up based on these kind of issues. And just like this woman in Jersey, she was for certain issues, but yet, she understood that that Mexicans traditionally are Catholics that don't believe in in birth control. You understand what I'm saying? So for her, they were pro-life. They were pro-life. And we have to understand that. But, you know, by the same token, they were not allowed to exist in a nation that says that they are pro-life. Do you understand that? How do we change that? How do we do? These people, the Mexicans, the Native Americans, the African people in America, and I don't use the term African-American, we need to change our philosophy about what the dynamic is, what the process is, who we but, are but, but. as a people. We are African people living in America fighting for the right to
2: exist. So the, the we, issue
0: is, somebody, somebody somebody's got a lot of something going on I'm getting a lot of interference in the background. Uh, so whoever's on the line, we just had somebody from California that was here it looks like they're, they're they're gone now they may be able to call back shortly. So whenever they call back, I'm just gonna just let them let you guys know if somebody's on the line so we can give them a chance to come in. But go ahead. Barbara. What were you saying?
2: I was gonna say the, the old adage of divide and conquer. I mean, that's just what it, any uh, military does, or any anybody that's trying to, you know, create any type of dissension. You divide and conquer. So they they already know that. What for me the biggest um, concern, not concern, but the biggest uh, uh, issue that occurred to me was in in Florida. You had all those Cubans that voted for Donald Trump. I'm like, are you are you are you kidding me? They had 33% of Latins that vote, voted for Donald Trump. Are you kidding me? So we have
1: issues. We have issues, but some of them do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's really no different than what we have been participating in. You say that the Cubans okay. have been voting for Trump. Who have we been voting for? we have been voting for the lesser of the two evils and we have to understand that they was uh obama uh, really started the the movement to 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 change the dynamic about how uh how we engage in cuba and there were there are certain there are a lot of cubans who who felt like oh hey we've been you know we've been overlooked we escaped to come here to america and now they want to reopen the, the lines of communication with Cuba, you know. So they were pissed off about that. So they went out and voted against it, you know. A lot of it had to do with Obama and his everything that he did. They're trying to undo. Uh, Trump has already said he's going to shut Cuba down. So you have to understand where that's coming from, and you have to understand that those Cubans that have come here are no different than African Americans or African people in the diaspora of America, that they have come here and they have totally been indoctrinated by the American psychology. So now Cuba is an enemy to its own people. Well, a lot of people... Well, see, one of
0: the things we have to... Again, we go back to history. If you look at the War of 1898, when the U.S. When the U.S. went out and took over Cuba, the Philippines, Puerto Rico,
2: and Guam,
0: all of them now now it's ba- now it's basically what uh, Cuba and Puerto Cuba and Puerto Cuba Puerto, 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 Puerto Rico and Guam I think are the ones that actually vote. Uh, they're they're, they're U.S. owned Cuba Puerto Rico and Guam basically, and the Cubans the 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 reason why they're split look at look at the athletes who defect and play baseball stuff you have a you have a certain set of cubans that are anti-castro uh, and then you have some that are full or cash castro so the ones the ones who who, who who are who are under the uh, mentality that he deliberates themselves from cuba's way of doing things are, are, are the ones that are voting for donald trump the ones that are trying to get out of cuba the ones that are and, and of course, there's some that want to get out and can't, and maybe they're voting for Trump while they're there because they think maybe Trump somehow can change their circumstances. So I can see where Cuba's getting divided there. But lastly, there's a there's a show that comes on. I, I went past it, and out of curiosity, I watched it, and it just opened up a whole new perspective. It's called Pride and Prejudice, if you've ever seen that. It's, this whole thing... Is based upon ancient England uh, 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 living perspective. they it was all white, and there was suppression there. You had what well, you had. The, you had an area that was called the Commons, and those people. The only way they could get out of their circumstances, the the, the the families used the families who had attractive daughters. Daughters, they used to they used to hope that their daughters would marry into royalty. So that could uplift their whole family out of that negative aspect. But what what became of that? Were people were the, were the explorers and people who sacrifice who called themselves uh, being 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 part of this whole government thing to explore other countries and at the same time break away from. Them. Which which wound up becoming the you know the involvement with what happened in the United States and in it in it in it, its overall thing when you fast forward now it's like if if, if you can just grasp this possible perspective uh, they want us to go back they can't send us back because they need us so they can stay capitalistic they you know they did the same thing with the Mexicans they took the land from the Indians but if this whole if the united states if 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 we all somehow wound up going back to africa if the mexicans were on the other side of the wall if this whole place was extremely was just 100 percent white they would be right back into that pride and prejudice thing when you have a capitalistic system if it's all white that lives there the only way it will maintain itself is by having a core section
2: and an elite
0: section. And, and the tug-of-war rope will be the middle class in between. And we just happen to be fighting for the middle class crap because there's so many different uh, 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 cultures and stuff here now. There's no way we can take it all the way back to that whole perspective, but at the same time, we keep getting knocked down the stairs and keep coming back up and well, keep getting well, knocked down the stairs.
2: I, I think Corey, because out, out of everybody, we're not able to fit in because of mm-hmm. because our features. So we don't fit in, and the and the Asian they basically left them alone because they had us to beat upon, right? Exactly. And so yeah. at the mm-hmm. at the end of the day, so everything. A lot of times I do I do cultural competency work, and people are always everything's always about black and white, black and white. But there's other groups of people because the issue is that those those are the the bookends, white and black. Everything else in mm-hmm. between, and the and the issue becomes because of enslavement in this country that America is still working from those dynamics of oppressing. Black people and not allowing us to rise up, and so at we the end the of the day, right? We we can't fit. We can't fit in a society that wasn't created for us to fit in. And so many of us. And I'll go back to my analogy of us having serious issues and mental health issues and internalized depression Because some of us are just trying and trying to fit into something, a a square peg in a round hole and keep trying and don't know. Well, well, they said if I get an education. Well, they said if I had a good job. They said if I live in this area, if I drive this car, if I get this. You can do all of that. At the end of the day, if you're black, you're at this end of the bookend. And so for for us trying – to really better ourselves, if we just understood our position in this society and stop trying to live up to a white person's approval or fit or fit into their reality of what life should be like for us, some of us go around ashamed of our heritage, ashamed of of, of our culture and stuff like that. That that's part of the right there. So yeah. I just want to say yeah. that um, another thing that's really important that my mother taught me, and my mother and my father was from from uh, South Carolina, and they uh, basically didn't have a high school education, but what they taught me was you're obligated to reach back and help your black community. That's what they taught me, my responsibility to my community, and we don't teach that much anymore because mm-hmm. we're... We're, we're working around this European perspective of my house, my car, my job, and we're forgetting about all those that are out there that we're obligated to support and help.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, 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 and Barbara, I'd like to just add that piggyback on that. It, it, it's exactly like you said. We don't feel obligated to anything because there's nothing for us to be obligated to. It's this multicultural America that incorporates us all. But yet at the same time, while it incorporates us all, there is a segment of us that is always going to be on the black end of the spectrum. And so no matter how hard we fight, no matter what college we graduate from, no matter what uh, institution we work on, how much money we make, uh, it's, it's indicative, uh, you know, there was this brother who was making about 30 or $40 million a, a year, and he tried to move in this neighborhood in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he was a basketball player, and they rejected his 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 offer for the house simply because he's a, he was African-American. So it doesn't matter how much education you get in terms of European education. It doesn't matter. None of these things have any concept in the philosophy of white supremacy white supremacy declares itself to be the leader the god of the universe and and we are fighting to be, be a part of that when they're saying oh no you can never be a member of that club and you remember when malcolm x first came back from mecca and they asked him the question "said well look uh before you went to Mecca, uh, you said that uh, you didn't want no support from white folks. You know, he said, Oh, no, I've changed my mind on that. They can help, <laughs> but they can't join us. If they want to donate to the cause of us moving, and advancing African people in America, they can do that. But they can't join us because we don't want them making decisions about who we are. Well, the same thing applies on the other end of the spectrum. They don't want us making decision about what applies in a white world. And until we understand that, we will continue to be fighting for something called a democracy, a democratic society. It does not exist
2: in a white universe.
1: And we need to understand. Uh
2: And I just want to say this one thing in regard to the whole Donald Donald, uh, Trump issue that I'm at peace with, and I hope other people will also become uh, at peace with, which is not to fear Donald Trump, his presidency, or any other white person in power, first of all, because they're the gods. And if we have a connection to the creator, we're going to be okay. Again, we come from enslaved people. And so as we know, fear is what? False evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, without a doubt,
1: Barbara, you know, and the only thing that I would disagree with you on that, we come from free people. We come from the original people, and we believed in in every living soul's right to exist in the universe and be treated humanely. And -hmm. and that is the only place where I would disagree with you. We don't come from slaves.
2: We well you yeah, don't no, and I didn't and I didn't say slaves, I said enslaved, which <laughs> means they were yeah. prisoners. Yeah. So no. Um, no. but you're yeah. absolutely well, well, right. You're right. Fit. We backtrack. We, we you're
1: yeah. you're right. And, and 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 it's all right. And that's what I like about you. I've always enjoyed that about you in our dialogue is we have a right to disagree on some concept or some position, but at the same time understand that we are fighting for the same right the same right to exist Mm -hmm. and to define who we are. And that's, that's the purpose here. If we define who we are, nobody else can define who we
0: are.
1: That's right.
0: And that's the concept. We have one one more Washington. Is there somebody out there from Washington on the board here that would like to say something? Now's the time, unless you're just listening. Hello? Okay, well, we'll just keep it moving. You are listening to Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Soul Vibration. Uh, well, I'm here with Dr. Nana Kwaku and our special guest, Miss um, Barbara White, who who uh, is a civil and human rights activist, community organizer, and an educator. And uh, you can learn more about T25 uh, Entertainment by going to our website at www t25email.com. Just to remind you, you can also talk confident politics with Lorenzo Elvis-Murphy every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. You can go straight talk with the hired brush with Barbara McGee, same time, 7.30. Wednesday, you can visit Ross's Corner and talk to Rob and Jordan Mills. Friday, you can get the keys to the kingdom with Sandra Keyes. And, of course, we're talking about society and culture
2: and it's a very hot
0: topic. You can still uh, uh, call in. We still have some time here to, to, to talk about how we need to set our minds uh, uh, going forward. Uh, in spite of who the president is, That can, I mean, we can, we're going to be okay. All we have to do, is like, like Barbara White said, and like Dr. was said, and they said some of it in the same way, some of it in different ways, but of course, we're all going in the same direction. So, what they mean is, again, it's all about knowledge, where you came from. Again, you don't know where you're going, until so you know where you come from, but it's also using cognitive thought processes and how you can make an impact in your community. Barbara talked about um, attacking yourself, getting involved in your finding out about what groups are out there. Dr. Kweku has talked about uh, being a leader and not a follower, and also uh, uh, thinking in terms of using the education and history to find out where you come from and focus on that and getting yourself away from the European way of thinking. So um, Dr. Kweku, uh, uh again, has an organization called Family Solutions, Inc., that helps uh, uh, deal with uh, uh, the mental aspects of, uh, of holistic healing and, and various different things within the Black family and the, the Black diaspora. Um, uh, there's an organization called the Jeffrey Peace Program that helps a lot of brothers and sisters uh, and uh, veterans that have been uh, uh, incarcerated and that are trying to re enter society and get their tools back so they can full employment and housing. And uh, again, Barbara, uh, we certainly want to thank you for 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 uh, for for being on the show. And and uh, are there any particular uh, things that you'd like for the people out there to know about that you're involved in right now? Because there's a lot of stuff going on, like you were saying.
2: So I, I just think uh, because there 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 is a lot of stuff going on. Well, you know, Black History Month is, is happening, so we need to make sure we support. Uh, the various types of black history uh, events going on throughout uh, um, our uh, country or whatever the case may be, wherever you're at. And then also, I think it's really important for us just to take some time and to be still. To be still. Try to be still every day so that you can really get a understanding of what you need to do for yourself for your family and for your community because everybody doesn't need to do everybody doesn't need to do the same thing there's so much to be done and sometimes Mm -hmm. you can just start a movement yourself that women's uh what was it that women's march that was one person who said something had to be done and she Mm -hmm. just threw something out there online and look what came from it so You can start something yourself, but we have to be doing something to uplift uh, the black community and to make sure that we are taking care of business and not worry about some of the stuff that's going on. I mean, we do have to engage in the political realm. Don't get me wrong. We do. I mean, I sign a lot of petitions. I have no problem calling my senator, assembly person. I do all that stuff because you have to be politically active also. But by the same token, I'm not going to live in fear over a Donald Trump because life goes on and the black community needs you to be sane. And if you constantly listen to this madman, it will mess with you. So just <laughs> be still, yeah. focus, and go forth. Yes, sir. Well, yes, well sir. let me just say this, Barbara. Yes, thank you. I'd like to
1: thank you for, for once again being – available for us to have you on t25cl entertainment and i'd like to also encourage you uh to go back on to t25 uh what www.t25cl.com and and register as a as as a member of our organization you know and if you have some some stuff that you're promoting you'll be able to promote it on the website you know, because what we're trying to do is to bring people together to build mm-hmm. this energy by which information can be disseminated out to the community. They'll know about you, they'll know about Corey, they don't know about me, they'll know about five, they'll know about all the other people. We have a lot of stuff. Have you been to the website yet? If you haven't, go to the website, and check out mm-hmm. all the things that are going on on the website that we are mm-hmm. promoting. And, okay. and we're so just do that and once again i'd like to say thank you uh i really appreciate you coming on thank you very much i appreciate it
2: okay great, great talking with you guys thank you yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah so we, um, we have somebody we have somebody still on the on the air from washington is there somebody yes, out there sir.
2: uh yes oh
0: okay okay yes is, is there anything I'm
2: saying, that you'd like
0: that to to question earlier Go ahead. Certainly, go ahead. Yes, I just uh, was saying thank you to Barbara because
2: uh, it it really is refreshing to to hear hear uh, these type of uh, ideas and actually the reality of our situation. Because it's not an idea, but it is a reality that a lot of people do not. Um,
1: And, and and pass it mm-hmm. on to your friends. We like to get their input and you know, so that we can move forward because we're trying to provide a medium by which African people can communicate and they can get that news and they can get other concepts about what the reality is from somebody other than MSNBC or Fox News. We are to Fox CL Entertainment. Thank you very okay. much, sister. All right, thank you guys for being here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Is there anything you'd like to say winding everything up, Farda?
2: So um, no, um well basically I, I thought we were winding up before, so I said, you know, what yeah. I, I had to say, but um I'm just pleased that, you know, again that you guys are doing this. It's really good to have an alternative voice. Um and one of the things I like in, in especially, you know, with Doctor Kwaku and, and some of his uh comments and stuff is things that people really need to hear. And some of the things you say too, Corey, because a lot of times people just aren't going to speak truth. They're so worried about their image. They're so worried about being accepted by other people, especially white folks, and that they will just sit on truth and basically just make themselves sicker and sicker. And that's one of the reasons, too, why we're so sick, because we refuse to just acknowledge our conditions and, and, and just speak to some of those things and it it's really a sad situation. So I really appreciate uh being able to just talk about our issues freely and and have people that get it.
1: Well Bob, well, we want you on again real soon because we're getting ready to move into another realm uh this year. We're gonna be doing live streaming uh where people will be able to watch us live on our uh, uh YouTube and other channels. So we want you back because we want to be consistent. We want to have the message out there. And if there don't mm-hmm. nobody want to hear it, that's on them. You know, we can't be responsible mm-hmm. for people accepting sickness. Our goal, mm-hmm. as 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 you know, in 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 a sense of, of of doctorism, is to try to to provide a vehicle for people not to be sick anymore. And so mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And Corey. You can wrap it up, brother. I love both of you guys. I love all of you guys. You know, thank you very much okay. for participating and soul vibration. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Well
0: thank you, Dr. Clayton, and Thank you, Barbara. And for those of you that are still listening, I'd like to wrap it up with saying uh two short lists of things. Now um I'm just gonna mention some things and just leave you with these thoughts. Slavery, Jim Crow, Rosewood. Three-Fifths of a Man, Fulsa, The Tuskegee Cus- Cus- Experiment, Black Wall Street, Fort Chicago, Civil Rights, and Intel Pro. Here's another list for you. Nat Turner, Marcus Garvey, Nectar Embers, Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., The Honorable Lewis uh, The Honorable Louis Farrakhan, President Barack Obama, Dr. Umar Johnson, Muhammad Ali, Frederick
1: Douglass, Rosa Parks, Ida B. Wells, Representative John Lewis, the Black Panther Party,
0: the Nation of Islam, Jackie Robinson, Paul Robeson, Harriet Tubman, Thurgood Marshall, Adam Clayton Powell, Maya Angelou, James Baldwin, which list is longer. You can try from slavery to COINTELPRO to President-elect Donald Trump, but our list of revolutionary and black history will exceed anything that's built on suppression. We are here to stay. We built this country. All we have to do is stay focused on what we can do to, to work together as a nation of people to, uh, to better our community, to be a blessing to someone else, to learn about your history, where you've been. Otherwise, we won't know where we're going. We'll see you next Thursday. This has been Soul
1: Vibration. ho, Hotel with that. Good night.